Greetings and salutations. You've successfully arrived at the bloody disgusting network. Coming up next is something indescribable, tantalizing, and mind-numbing. Enjoy. No reason to call back. Uh, I'm sure you're busy as all hell. I just wanted to wish you congratulations. And uh, Deb was freaking out because you gave it a Buffy name, the child. I said it. The first time I say I refer to your daughter, I refer to her as it. <laughs> fucking pause for the courts for old Frank. All right. Well, I'm going to hang up before this gets worse. Uh, hope all is well. I bless <laughs> You were so disgusted with this. <laughs> the older I get, the more I just hate myself. Every time I open my mouth, I want to spit in my own face. <laughs> just pop for the cause for old Frankie's. <laughs> I'm defeated. It's never getting any better. I've come to that conclusion. Uh, it's so good. <laughs> That's the best it's ever going to get. I That's all I was thinking it. as I was saying it. I'm like, this is the best it's ever going to get. You're an adult. <laughs> I appreciate it, though, Frank. Thank oh, you. I try. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so good. <laughs> you know what else is good? Twilight Zone. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Zoning Out. I'm Christopher Feinstein. John Sachs. Frank Bonacci. Hey, I'm Judd. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a nice boy thing to do. Like, hey. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm It. <laughs> Hey, I'm Judd. I'm a nice boy. <laughs> He's the sweetest boy. Today, we will be talking about Season 1, Episode 6, Escape Clause, with an air date of November 6th, 1959. A hypochondriac man sells his soul to the devil, exchanging it for several thousand years of immortality. Guys, what do we think? Hated it. No. Really? Yeah, hated it. What? Get the fuck out of here. Hated it. I thought I thought this episode was was batshit crazy. Batshit crazy bad, batshit crazy good. Batshit crazy right in the middle. But back batshit yeah. crazy. Oh, wow. I liked it a lot. I thought it was cool. This is good. No, it's good to have division. Though. I'm a sucker for deal with the devil stories though. The, the devil was great. I love that guy. I want to yeah. dress like him. I love him. <laughs> Codwalder, right? Oh. That's how you said his name? Cadwalder, something like that. Um Stealing Thomas Gomez. John. The Stealing John's Heat, uh, continuing off last week because you brought this up. And were you talking about this episode, yes. John? Yes, yeah. I was. Yeah, I felt it took literally half the running time to lay out its premise. And then had, it was a weird race to the finish. Mm. Yeah, I could see that. Mm. And for and for such a a premise that could go in so many directions. You, there's there's so much meat on that bone. So to take the first 12 minutes to set up the deal and then to see what he does with it. I just, if you just, if, if they had done the deal in the first scene, you'd have so much more time to expand the story. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. I'm just a sucker for deal with the devil stories. There's just so many of them. Although the old Faustian tale. I'm just a big fan. Damn, I thought we were all going to be on Yeah, board. I'm shocked. I'm really shocked. Yeah, I thought people, we were all going to be on the same page with this. I thought uh, David Wayne. Division. I thought it David is, Wayne's uh, performance was great. It was uh, old Walter Bedeker. I liked him. 
His his I, annoying wife Ethel, who he threw off the building. Yeah, he went. <laughs> wait, wait, you save save that. We have to. We need, like, <laughs> we need fifteen minutes on that scene. Yeah. Save that, please. I mean, aside from that being hilarious, <laughs> <laughs> I was here's why I kind of I say because it's funny stories about immortality should be a le- easy layup for me because that is literally my biggest fear is hmm. like i actually have an irrational you, know, you have those irrational fears of things that will never happen it's like you're not gonna live forever but like when i like sit there and think like what would it be like to live forever it like gives me the chills i don't like that like the idea of that yeah. um I, maybe it's because i watched so many years of doctor who and i feel that concept was better explored the idea of immortality was better explored in that show for me um I, I, I just went, it was weird. It's just like, okay, you're going to live forever. It's just like, are we going to do like a, a weird, like see him like in the year 38, 45 all alone? Like, what are we going to do? It's like, no insurance fraud. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to jump on the, on the subway tracks to get hit so I can collect. Yeah. And his wife's like, honey, will you please stop killing, trying to get yourself killed? Like she was like kind of nonplussed about it. <laughs> I mean, Bedeker was an idiot. It's basically, you gave him, he had no imagination. Yeah, it's just like, how am I going to deal with this? It's just like, yeah, I'm just going to jump in front of city buses and get checks. Like, not even like good checks. Like, yeah, 350. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> now, why was he getting paid? What? I don't that, that <laughs> I guess me. the insurance law, I guess insurance companies were very lax back then. It's like, yeah, yeah. but like, he leaped said, yeah. in front of that train. Yeah, oh, he took a nice dive. <laughs> yeah. Like they, so they don't have like an assessor come and just ask like anybody there on the platform. What did you see? No. That psycho just jumped right on the plane in the trap platform. <laughs> yeah, it was uh I don't know. The more you Which, guys talking about it, the less I think of uh, I enjoyed this episode. <laughs> it's so crazy. Weird. We have to go like beat for beat of what, of, of what yeah, happens. What if you just say out loud what happens, it's insane. <laughs> Yeah, it's you know, a setup, and then it goes from like zero to a hundred in like the next sixty <laughs> seconds. It's like, wait, what just happened? Yeah, because I mean, the first ten minutes of the episode, he's laying in bed, complaining. <laughs> he hates everything. He's dying. The doctor's a quack. Get, he's get he's a pretty here. miserable protagonist. Miserable. Too. Yeah, yeah. So that doesn't help for me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he's, he's just kind of, kind of a dick. I said right. this before the show. He reminds me of my brother, Mike, and that he likes to sleep with a towel wrapped around his head because my brother's a <laughs> hypochondriac. Like, Mike, you need help. Uh, <laughs> just saying. Maybe it's not the best place to say, put this out there. But <laughs> listen, we all get low sometimes. I myself are on antidepressants. It's not a crazy thing to think about. Anywho. <laughs> but again, the premise is so good because you, you could have gone so many places with it. And this this is the episode I I thought most about how to talk about because like the last thing I want to do on this podcast ever is be my favorite character of all time, Captain Hindsight from South Park. Yeah, mm. the guy who comes in and just points at all the things that suck because right. that's just that's like that's what the internet is. I don't want to do that. Yeah. So like as crazy as this episode is, I do think it could have been really interesting. It's just so wild to me what he does with the story, and then at the end the capper. Yeah. is his teaser for next week. It almost looks like Serling was just, he got wasted for a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> like his teaser is fucking nuts. Yeah. It's almost like, yeah, we're going to do this bullshit thing. Whatever happens, happens. That's what the second, <laughs> that's what this episode feels like. And it's real. I mean, it's honestly, that's why I said batshit crazy in the middle. 
because it's it's yeah. an interesting batshit crazy. It's not yeah. bad. It's not it's not sixteen millimeter shrine. Definitely not. This, Nothing. This is. is so bizarre. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And I'm... again, I'm saving the wife scene because it's just insane. <laughs> Ethel, you are a potato pancake. Uh, I have that in quotes. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> That's the best thing ever. <laughs> I've been calling me. Deborah that all week. <laughs> <Kill me. laughs> Did you mm. want Pippet? You, ma'am, are a potato pancake. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! There's a lot of good quotes, though. Yeah, he's <laughs> had it, but it's it's interesting that how when he makes the deal with the devil for immortality because he's so afraid of death and so afraid of getting sick and all this that he would go from being a man who didn't leave his bed to some a thrill seeker who his yeah. only thrill is trying to kill himself. And yeah. he's so bummed. It's just like, ah, there's no fun in this anymore. <laughs> it didn't hurt. Like, what do you mean? Jumping in front of trains? It was never fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I and just want to throw he myself in front that suit. Oh, yeah, that fucking poor suit. Like, yeah. And that's the thing. It's just like this check's got to go to a new wardrobe that those those measly checks he's, he's, he's squeaking out. It's like, why don't you get a job, sir? <laughs> <laughs> And it's just like, yeah, he's like, you're looking for thrills. You're in prison. There's going to be a thrill a minute in there. There's oh <laughs> things worse than death that happen in prison. But it's amazing that, like, we're going to get now. So after he decides to off himself <laughs> in the sub, <laughs> throw himself in the front of a train, his next, the next step is, well, there's only one thing to do. And that's off the roof. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, first he drinks poison. He makes oh, he a bunch poison, of poisons. Right. Yeah. He's like, where's that turpentine? turpentine <laughs> Why does he have so darling? many poison in the house? Iodine, it's... rubbing alcohol, ammonia is what he mixed. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, why do you have like, so many caustic po- poisons just chilling in <laughs> yeah. the bathroom? I just want to point out, sorry, before we get to the roof, the wife is such a lovable sweetheart. Oh, yeah. She, she so couldn't have been a better, more supportive person. Yeah, yeah. He was just a shit. <laughs> Yeah. That's what I thought the episode. Maybe now it's funny. I'm having the op. I'm like going the other way. I'm enjoying this episode the more I'm talking about it. <laughs> That's why so I'm in weird. the middle because it's so wild. Yeah, it is kind of weird. I I was like my expectations were like, oh, like he's gonna have the Highlander thing happen where it's just like his wife is just an old lady and dies and now he's left alone and it's just like and I thought they were gonna dwell on the isolation, which I thought would have been like you know like that's where you usually go with like. Uh, immortality stories like the just the constant loneliness of just like people dying around you and it's like no it just it doesn't go that way and it's like oh yeah. i guess that's not okay there's an episode there's a moment coming soon where it's like i guess that's off the table <laughs> so like yeah i was like kind of bummed where it didn't go with that. like talking about how insane it is it actually is funny now i really enjoyed well i'll get to that later sorry <laughs> it's the cl- it's the closing narration but i don't want to Say anything about mm. that now. That's, really that's, the ca- that's the capper on the batshit Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. Did we all write that down? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. Yeah, I have it sitting right in front of me, but I don't want to get into that yet because you are a potato pancake. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no trouble. I just chilled, killed my wife. <laughs> he hangs up the phone. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> The best is like the wife's reaction to him drinking a bunch of poisons willy nilly after like running in front of a bus. Him, him just just be like, "Honey, what's gotten into you?" <laughs> like this man's really—you've become unhinged in the last few days. 
Yeah, yeah it escalates yeah. so quickly. That's the thing. Yeah, I said, what's the passage of time? It's just like a couple weeks that he's just already bored. <laughs> he's already like over it. Yeah. What has he been doing? I'd like to see. This should be. I wish this episode would have just explored all the various ways he tried to kill himself. Yeah. You know, like in season four when they switched to the hour long format, this should have been an hour long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just to see, just to see him Groundhog Day himself into oblivion every. Right. Essentially, that's what he did. You know, it was Groundhog. Well, that's that's what I thought. I was like, oh, Groundhog. That's a that's an interesting angle. What if he just kills himself in all these different ways, and he and somehow that's the theme or the lesson, but it. And we get to the roof. <laughs> and, the, and, and we get to the roof. <laughs> and Ethel. And poor Ethel. <laughs> like, poor Ethel's just like, honey, stop. Don't jump off the roof. Oh, you beat it. <laughs> and then the potato pancake <laughs> goes tumbling off the roof. And he's just like, well done. Like his reaction to it is amazing. He's just yeah. like, yeah, well. Oh. I, he says, I wonder what it felt like. And the shot is actually a really cool harrowing shot. Yeah. The way it yeah. zooms, it kind of looks over into the pitch black, and it and then the the lights from the apartment, the apartment. start to turn on here and there. That was yeah. a really neat detail. I did enjoy. Yeah, that, that was I a great a shot. I swear he cheated me. <laughs> Immortality. What's good of it if there's any kicks? What kicks, dude? Go <laughs> to what like, are you ho- looking for? Go to Hawaii. I mean, <laughs> just like, start, crawl before you walk, like, dude. <laughs> You know, it's like, oh, you know, it'd be nice to have immortality, like not getting eaten by a shark. Like, you know, like go swimming, dude. Just like, yeah, I mean, you could do anything, literally anything. Yeah. Forever. Dude, he, he didn't even yeah. go the superhero route. Like, he didn't nah. do anything. Nothing. He just, no. like, just quit. I'm going to just try. Right. Right. He was a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, he the gets... devil doesn't just come to the good people. That's true. All right. So, uh, for the subway leap, he got a thousand bucks, and then for the bus leap, he got fifteen hundred. Really, the bus paid more than the subway. You would, you wouldn't think. You wouldn't think that. I wouldn't People think. People getting no. smacked around by buses left and right back then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Now that you know, now that we're really painting the picture on this episode, <laughs> <laughs> I really like deal with the devil stories. There's so many great deal with the devil stories, and I just light up anytime I see one. Well, that's I, another thing, right? It has immortality and deal with the devil. So there's right. that's like double the different places you can go with it. And it's yeah. like, ooh, this is so much fun. But it wasn't that fun. <laughs> it wasn't it was fun just, at all. Cause... It was jarring. Because it's just like, because like once it's like the deal is made, you're like, here we go. Oh, we the go. actor right. had problems like getting the piece of paper off when he had. So the actor who plays the devil is going to stamp. Oh, yeah. I love <laughs> that. Was cool. Yeah, Stan- it's a, cool. it's like smoking. He's gonna essentially the stamp acts more like a brand where he brands the piece of paper with his yeah. fork insignia. But he mm-hmm. had trouble getting it off the paper. <laughs> Almost burned himself. I love that little touch. The smoking uh, stamp and the pitchfork uh, is really cool. I like that a lot. Uh, before I forget, the guy who played the devil, Tomas Gomez, was the first Spanish American to be nominated for an Oscar. Wow. Wow. 1947, a film called Ride the Pink Horse. Wow. Yeah, he was great. I was also bummed he didn't. Uh, sh- did he show up in the second half of the episode? Uh, at the, the end. I think. Yeah, at the end. Yeah, sh- yeah, right at the end. Yeah. I would have like, so I was in, he was enjoyable to watch. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I was like, then when it was weird because like they spent way too much time on the setup. But once he was gone, I'm like, I miss that guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was great. Because then you're just stuck with David Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. 
directed by Mitchell Leeson, returning from uh, I don't from think... our favorite episode. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The 16 millimeter show. Oh, wow. He's two, he's two for two, that guy. Yeah. With me. He's got another one coming up next season. People are alike all over. And I want to make note of it because I want to know if it's just as much of a stinker as his previous two outings. I, again, I don't. But, you know, they're oh, all written man. by Serling. So I feel bad that he just not get it's like, I like what's going on. Was he just in the room? It's just like we got two scripts, Walking Distance and Escape Clause. Which one you want? <laughs> Hmm. Uh, country a title with escape clause i'll take that one and it's just like oh <laughs> escape that's sexy give it to me yeah. escape clause. <laughs> why does he think the electric chair is gonna kill him though <laughs> like what a stupid bastard <laughs> <laughs> he drank poison he jumped in front of p- fucking anything i was just hoping so. just to get some kind of thrill out of it it's like yeah. dude it's like Ever heard of prostitution? There's other things to get your kicks, dude. Other kind of yeah, you could do anything. Gamble. I mean, go skydiving. No parachute. Just Just shock everyone. Right, really fuck them up. Just slap the fucking sidewalk. (laughs) Slap pavement in front of the fucking busted up pavement all day. (laughs) But then he gets his comeuppance because he doesn't get the electric chair. No, he gets life in prison. Which for him is forever. So I'm like glad he got his comeuppance. Twist that, was cool. that was cool. That was like yeah. that. So I get that's like the the lesson, so to speak. But even his death is, is so so goofy. That was kind of yeah. lame. That was kind of lame. He, he just like keels over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guard knows immediately. Yeah, oh, right. the guard's on that yeah. shit. <laughs> hey, Bill, call a doc. Benninger just dropped dead. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as he falls down. Yeah. He's like the he's like the doctor in the old west. Oh, that hand's no good no more. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I like the I like the 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 Codwalder's uh interaction with him at that point though. Mm. When he asks him, Oh, you wanna, you know, talk about that escape clause. You wanna utilize it now? That's a wise man. Odd thing, you look like a man having a heart attack. I like that a lot. There was definitely, yeah, yeah there's definitely some grace notes in it, but I, I don't know. I, it's, it's, and it's certainly. I think if I watch it again without my expectations, I'll enjoy it more. Yeah, because I just, I just have like a certain way where place where I want those kind of stories to go. That might just be me, uh, immortality stories. But just like now that I watch it, knowing that it's about <laughs> adventures and insurance fraud. <laughs> that kind of fun it's kind of fun yeah. <laughs> the way poor Ethel gets just unceremoniously chucked off that roof after putting up with his bo- his shit imagine the- her family is like he she's because <laughs> you know she told them about her husband oh yeah. I just want to you know he's up in the bedroom again <laughs> he's got the towels and <laughs> the creams she calls the doctor every the day doc- I've been sleeping poor- on the sofa <laughs> Poor Ethel. And he threw her off the roof. <laughs> <laughs> just that was our thank you for all the years. Putting, putting up, up with this piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. To her horrifying oh death. My God. <laughs> Honestly, the darkest moment in the show so far. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. pretty dark. Yeah. I yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I mean you know what this <laughs> really... movie you know what this movie reminded me of, honestly, is an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Mm. Like like his the worst the worst of his worst that I love like the happening is so horribly bad yeah. but I love the happening. That's what, what this movie reminded me. No. Of. It's just so insane. Hmm. 
Oh. Yeah, it, yeah, it's just like it's like. Well, I couldn't have seen that coming because it's too insane for me to think yeah. about. Like, yeah, yeah. I think I, I put this episode a little higher just because of the outro narration. It's like uh, it's so brilliant. It really is. That. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't think I'll do it justice. I think Chris has got it. Yeah, Chris, Chris has got it. Let's see if I can do a Rod Serling impression. I can't. There's a saying. Every man is put on this earth condemned to die. Time and method of execution unknown. I love that. That's beautiful. Perhaps this is as it should be. Case in point, Walter Bedecker, lately deceased. A little man with such a yen to live, beaten by the devil, by his own boredom. And by the scheme of things in this, the Twilight Zone. So good. So yeah, good. Is best but his, bo- but his boredom. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I know. But <laughs> Such so a yen cool. to live. He was trying to off himself like <laughs> Right. He didn't want to live. He Well, he did want to live, but in his bed. In his bed. Which, listen, we can all you know see the appeal. Yeah. Sure. It's yeah. pretty nice. Yeah, I'm waiting for that. That what's it called? Idiocracy future where the toilet's like is just an all like the toilet's <laughs> built into the love seat. <laughs> Welcome to Costco. I love you. I love you. Oh yeah. Go away, mate. That's like the future. That's the I best want. thing ever. I just watched that movie for the first time like a couple months ago. For the Never first time before. No. You potato pancake. <laughs> How could you not? That's hysterical. That movie. Yeah. And tonight's promises to be even more better. <laughs> <laughs> He had okay, that good sir. heat in his apartment, though. He had that nice radiator. You saw that? Oh, oh that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I missed that. Put his hands nice little, put his paws all over it. Burnt himself up. Had nothing to do. Why didn't he just, like, take the guard's gun at the end? And just, if you really want a fucking little bit of excitement, to grab the fucking guy's gun, just walk out of the police station. If you're indestructible, they're just going to shoot at you. Exactly. Right. You've just got an edge. will bounce off of you. I mean, what are they going to do? What are they going to do, yeah. Mr. Bedecker? You nitwit? He's a dummy. <laughs> Right, that's what it comes back to. He was a dummy. So he shouldn't have killed her. She, he shouldn't have killed his wife because she could have got him out. Well, that's the reason why he's in prison. Because I was about to say she could have got him out of there like Miss Tessmacher. <laughs> <laughs> when the episode first started, I, I thought David Wayne was uh, Burgess Meredith. Yeah, he looks oh, like him. Looks like does. him, right? Yeah, yeah. He did play. He played the Mad Hatter in Batman. It's hmm. where I know him from. Holy, Holy shit. shit. He also appeared in more movies than any other actor with Marilyn Monroe. Four movies. This episode does remind me of a, of things that I love. I mean, they, we've seen a lot of Sell Your Souls, specifically season seven, episode four of The Simpsons, entitled Bart Sells His Soul, yeah. which, is, which is a great one. <laughs> First of all, so Bart Sells His Soul to Millhouse. The, <laughs> the episode opens with the rocking edition of In the Garden of Eden. In which oh, yeah. Bart fooled the local. It also has the Flanders kids saying "thank you" door after the automatic door opens for them at the cookie <laughs> mart. <laughs> it also features Jimbo saying "way to breathe, no breath" when Bart can't breathe because <laughs> oh, he doesn't he have a breathe. soul. <laughs> and then it also has Millhouse telling Bart he sold Bart's soul for Alf Pogs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fun little fact about this episode. Oh, I just dropped my kazoo. I literally just dropped a kazoo on the floor. A kazoo? That yeah. should never be a sentence. <laughs> I don't know why I have a kazoo on the desk. I just keep one just in case. Uh, 
<laughs> on the uh, Chris, you're a big Disney uh, aficionado. Uh, yeah. There's a reference to this episode at the Tower of Terror. Oh, Is yes. there? Really? Where? Yeah. The, the elevators have a certificate of inspection plaque signed by Cadwallader. Get the fuck what? out of here. Yep. Oh, wow. Oh, Dude, I that's never cool. noticed that. That's, that's cool. fucking awesome. I have to go. I love Next Tower of Terror. Oh, looks like I'm going back. <laughs> I'm coming next time. Oh, oh, shock. I know. I go there on an unhealthy amount of times. Oh, and for the someone, inspection. For someone who lives across the country. <laughs> and the inspection number on that uh, plaque also says 10, uh, uh, 1, 2, 59, which is the pilot, uh, is the day, air, air date of the first at Twilight Zone. Yep. Wow. wow. That's, cool. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. There's a lot. Of, you know what I'd like to do? We should do a special episode where we. Uh, Power of we, Terror? Tower of Terror movie that they put out oh, as a, yeah. like a promotion for uh, that ride. It was a little Tower of Terror movie. And then we all go ride that ride. And then we fucking ride it. Like 10 times a day. <laughs> that was my favorite oh. ride. It'd be awesome. I love that fucking we ride. We did that like three times in a row. Yeah, my sister-in-law just got back from uh, there and she rode it like eight times. There's a lot of cool things they have in there. They have the little dummy from uh, the Hell's Adventure Coast episode. Isn't it just called a dummy? Well, maybe. I don't remember. And then they have the invaders and the little uh, alien oh. robots. Mm. Those things in there. The fortune teller machines in there hidden. It's cool. What, a lot of what cool did we things. see that was special? Oh. Um, on the drops. Yeah. When the when the ride gets to a certain spot, um, it usually plays like a little, like you'll you, like there's a screen in the middle of the, the ride that like displays something. It always changes. And if you get all of the, the ghosts like standing in a, in a row, It'll stop. It means it's it's going back up, and it's going to drop you down a bunch more times. So it's like rare to get that. Yeah, it was cool. Justin got that one on his first first go of it. It was awesome. Nice. Yeah, a lot of fun. I'm excited for next week's because I know what it's about. I haven't, that I've seen. I haven't, I haven't gone ahead yet. I haven't gone ahead yet either. I, I've I'm seen taking that them. one. Taking my time here. I'm enjoying it. I'm taking it all in. I no, I've, I've, I haven't jumped ahead yet, but um, I've seen that episode before, and it's like, oh, this is a good one. A lot of bang, like I said, I think I said it either last week. It was like there's a lot of bangers on the way. Yeah, the, the next, the next two are, are huge. Number eight oh. in particular. Eight, yeah, eight's a big yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's one of the the cliche uh, quintessential episodes that everyone knows. That episode, yeah, I'm excited. Speaking of Burgess that. Meredith, wink, wink. Right. Yeah. Mm. Can we talk about the the teaser for next week? Yeah. Yeah, that was so- fucking bizarre. So Serling, he asks an actress off screen about the episode. We pan over towards her, but we see a mannequin. The mannequin answers, but through a voiceover. We then go back to Serling, who asks a follow up question. This time he doesn't get a response. We pan back to Serling, who says, I don't understand it either. Thank you and good night. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking badass. Yeah. Again, it's 1959. Like nowadays, maybe like you put something bizarre in there, you'd have an audience. People would be like, wow, that's really cool. That's, you know, very, uh, that has like the feel of a lot of people now. Like that bizarre kind of fucking just, like, was, was this an episode of Twin Peaks we were just watching? What yeah, the fuck? Yeah. What just happened? The Twilight Zone, brought to you tonight by the coffee with the best of the coffee bean. Aroma, flavor, but not caffeine. New Aroma Roast. Sanka coffee. For all you people who want coffee, but none of the benefits. No caffeine. Decaf? Yeah, Yeah, Sanka's decaf. Sanka's terrible. It's awful. That was like, like, 
freeze-dried coffee was like such a novelty back then. Is this coffee yeah, freeze-dried? It's very quite good. good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's a that's, deep pull. Yeah, if anybody fucking can can pinpoint that one. Okie doke. Oh, am I square with you? <laughs> the in-laws. The in-laws. Um, you can't even look up that quote. I just no. I just googled it. And nothing. No, <laughs> no, you'll never. No one. There's so many quote. There's so many obscure quotes from that movie that I drop on a di- fucking daily basis. And nobody. No, we better missed him by a good foot and a half. <laughs> yeah. That one Bing, I know. That aren't they something? Known. You know, if Shanghai Shek had made it back to the mainland, Billy and Bing would have been made co-anchorman. That's how beloved they were. <laughs> then Billy. Who's played by uh oh I forgot David Lopan, uh great actor. Uh such reading Ebony magazine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever seen that, John? The in-laws? No. <gasps> oh, oh I dude. Know. It's I a know. That's, put it on the list. Dude, it's on the list. I'll now. send I've that, seen to, that. I'll send I've that to that. you immediately after we end this. Like I dude, you it's one of the that. funniest movies ever made. Yeah. It's it's peak. I mean, dude, you love what's his face, uh, Alan Arkin. It's peak. It's peak Alan yeah. Arkin, and yeah. it's also peak uh, Peter Falk. Peter Falk. I mean, and, those two together. And great. It's peak Richard Libertini. I'm gonna say it. You know, the guy who played, <laughs> uh, what's his name, General? What's his name? What's the <laughs> in the in... General. Uh, Vali- what's his uh... name? A Z? What the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, she is a prostitute. <laughs> Richard Libertini, who's also like fish, fish future smell. Fish. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna hear over the course of this show weird Popeye references from the movie Popeye. Just <laughs> keep out, keep an eye out for those, like uh, of our listeners, because we reference the movie Popeye a lot. It's he's just General Garcia, I think. In the... General Garcia, yeah. but they'll have such great memories of you. I'm a pacifist by nature, with deep Quaker belief in the sanctity <laughs> of human life. I wish I had the choice, but to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh... we have a phone ringing. Yeah, dude, we could like I could go another two hours. Of we have no blindfolds, senor. We are a poor country. <laughs> I'm not understanding about the flames, though. So good. Oh, if anybody who's not seen the in-laws, of course, I'm talking about the 70s version and not the remake, which I've never seen. I can't do it. I mean, it's funny. It's not as it's not, <laughs> it's as, not funny as funny as, as Ethel getting hot off the roof, <laughs> but it's funny. <laughs> do you think I was trying to think how this episode could have been better? I'm curious if you guys think this makes sense. Oh, Frank, I'll ask you. Do you think this episode would have been better if Ethel was played by Nicole Kidman? <laughs> Boy, you can't do it, yeah? <laughs> well, fair dinkum, you best start trying to off yourself then. <laughs> Boy, I'm going to try to hit him with me, you. <laughs> Come back to the pictures, won't you? <laughs> There's stuff at the movies, I swear it. There's the Maverick. <laughs> Spit him in. 
Maverick. Is it Thor? Loving Chanda. I've been waiting to put love and thunder into a sentence for months now, but I couldn't figure out how to fold Australia into it. That's the oh, only place where thunder is. Oh, love and thunder! I loved it. That's how they say vomit in Australia. Isn't that the greatest way? I'm gonna <laughs> You don't come back to the pictures. I'm gonna chanda. <laughs> Oi! Stop trying to kill yourself, then. <laughs> I just gotta fall back on the old favorites. <laughs> this episode disappointed me. So does it? Well, now taking quite a time. To... <laughs> the previous, the last few episodes, you can draw a connection to Rod Serling, and like his life. What do you think he was going through when he wrote this one? <clears throat> no way I could get away with killing that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that bitch was. <laughs> oh, God. Hmm. Interesting. I, I mean, yeah, I think, I don't know. Like, I wonder if he he had a more traditional showing the passage of time, but being what the next episode is didn't have the budget for it like the allocate mm. like because it's just like is an interesting like he what he, he it's like how do i put the boredom of eternal life and keep it like within the present without having to like build sets for the future or do anything because that's ex- that's very pr- like cost prohibitive like to do that yeah. kind of thing yeah so i wonder is like this was the best solution to just like you know just like just have him just get bored of trying to kill himself in the present day as opposed to like showing like the passage of time which is what i which is like i think that's why i was disappointed because i wanted to see that but uh yeah how long do we think the timeline is for this episode a few weeks (laughs) gotta be a few yeah right at the most it might be a couple days yeah right it got busy real quick just started jumping I, yeah, I, wish it, I wish it had gone really big or really small. He kind of kind of tried to be in the middle for the for like the this concept of the story. Yeah, and he believed right off the bat. Yeah. Oh yeah. He bought it. This guy could have sold him anything. He was taking <laughs> it. Yeah, I, I. It's weird. I get. They spent so much. T- I would love to see like I'm like sh- like see what happens like if they had more time because they. That setup, I, mean, I don't know how you like speed that up. That setup, but I wonder if they just had more time to develop, like what happened later. Like I would have enjoyed it more. Yeah, because like the setup. I mean, I like the scene of the setup. It's just like in relation to like the overall length of the show, it just was too long. It was just yeah, like yeah. it's fine on its own. I enjoyed the scene. Right. Like, I think well, if you take out the wife character, it speeds up the story and it doesn't have her horrific death. <laughs> it's also a lot less funny. It's a lot less funny. <laughs> That's true. We don't get Nicole Pancake. Kidman. So, okay. So one to 10, what do you guys? My opinions. Well, my mm. opinions changed on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it stinks. I'm sticking it with stinks. it. stinks. I like this. This is a, uh, well, listen, it's better than 16 millimeter shrine for sure. Yes. So what I give that one a four. 
think a four or a three. Yeah. I gave one, it a three. I, I'll give this one a six. Yeah, this I, I'm you I think know a what? six. I think I'm a six. There's man. some things in it that are, that I enjoyed a lot. I'll go with a five because I don't think I, I definitely was disappointed watching it. But it, it was a three at the, before this conversation. I'll just say that. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, and mine was a seven before this conversation. <laughs> but John, I actually want to watch it again to laugh. This will be my mm. first five. I'm going in the mm. middle. Wow. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it deserves it. It's a fascinating episode to try to analyze. Yeah. Was, yeah. I think it's funny. We had more to say about this one, I think, than last week. Because like last week's like, it's great. I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's like, it's so good. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know. It's just awesome. <laughs> and like this week, it's like, okay, let's talk about the, the weird jump from I can't die to I'm jumping in front of buses and trains right. like all day. <laughs> and really, that yeah. was like, that was the big issue. It wasn't anything like performance wise or directing right. or anything like that. It was just pacing. And it was just, and you know, I hate to say it, but maybe the writing yeah. on this one wasn't great. It felt hampered by the format. And I and I'm guessing by budget. Yeah. I'm gonna guess by budget because I think I know like everybody involved is more capable than that. I just think like, well, you can't you can't do like a future set. We don't we we we've got stuff like that later on in the show, and mm. it's like a budgetary thing. Yeah. So they have, have I mean they've gone to the West. Okay, so this is still contemporary. This is the well, and the last one was in the past. But like it's still like it's easy, like you know, like Future stuff, you have to build sets like those like Western sets that just like, you know, there's a million of them back then that you just say, all right, we'll just use the Bonanza set. And there you go. Like, mm-hmm. and all right, we we'll just go to like Ohio. <laughs> it's just like, no, just just just, you know, like things haven't changed architecturally that much in like the burbs from the 30s to the, the 50s. Yeah, right. So you don't have they, to do uh... much. But to like show like the future, like speculative future, that's some that's some cash. Yeah. This episode was uh, loosely referenced in uh, the Weird Science TV show, hmm. where uh, Lisa zaps Gary and Wyatt into their favorite TV series, which is the Sci-Fi Zone, and hmm. into into a deal with the devil story. Hmm. So I mean, it's a little loose, loose. Uh, Talk about Vanessa Angel for the next five minutes and how much I loved her. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch this series that much. I didn't want, I want every time it's one of those things. If I'd stop when I saw her face, I'm like, Oh, I guess I'm watching this for the next 40 minutes or so. Cause it's just like, it's like after Kingpin, I was in love with her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who and else is in that show? She knows Sorry. she's also in, she's one of the Russian <laughs> spy, uh, one of the Russian soldiers in, uh, Oh Christ. What's the Chevy chase? Uh, Dan Aykroyd's spies like us. Spies like us. Yeah. Oh. yeah she's the one that Dan, uh, Dan Aykroyd gets with the Russian uh, soldier at the end. Oh wow! Mm. Who else is in that show? What? Weird science. Weird science. Oh, I don't know. I I could that, I couldn't that tell guy you. That from Oz is in it. Really? Which one? Yeah. Not Schillinger. Tobias. <laughs> oh, Beecher. Yeah, Beecher. Tobias Beecher. Oh. Does he play uh, the Paxton? He, the older he plays, brother? Yeah, Bill Paxton. He plays Chet. Wait, Tobias Beecher is fucking <laughs> Chet. It's Chet. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> That's yeah. a wow! That wow! I just grew a lot of res- a lot more respect for that actor because that's a huge one eighty in terms of character. Well, you've been listening to the, the weird <laughs> science TV, the USA Up All Night classic. <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> weird science. 
thing. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> I ran out of steam again. That's all right. Shit. This episode ran out of steam. I, I should also mention that that wasn't the only time the Simpsons did a sell your soul in uh, oh, Tree well. Treehouse of Terror Treehouse. season five, episode five. Homer, sell Homer sells his soul for a donut. And Flanders is the devil, which is the greatest fucking thing ever. This just doesn't make sense. James Coco went mad in minutes. <laughs> it features oh. Troy McClure saying, Mr. Simpson, don't you worry. I watched Matlock in a bar last night. The sound wasn't on, <laughs> but I think I got the gist of it. Yeah, I think I got the gist <laughs> of it. <laughs> That, the oh, best Judd. is when. Sorry, go go. No, go go, dude, keep going. Judd, before I forget, Disney Plus yeah. is currently doing a promotion: one ninety nine oh. for a month. Really? Oh, I have I Disney it, Plus. Oh, you do? Oh, oh. Gotta, you gotta watch the Simpsons. Be, though. What the fuck are you doing? Just Wait, at least there? the tree. Yeah. Yeah, at least the tree houses. Yeah. Just okay, the, the tree houses are so good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. First, that's time... when Troy McClure leaves. When he goes, yeah. I gotta go to the bathroom, and he just doesn't <laughs> come back, and the clock goes like three hours. Go <laughs> by. <laughs> I don't think he's coming back. And the 76 Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, that's I'll a watch chair as high, he says I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it always ends with us just quoting the Simpsons. Well, the thing is, this episode touches on a theme that's kind of similar two episodes from now and does it in like an iconic way. It's, right. not, it's not the same, but yes. there's like a hint of it. Yeah. And that's like taking the the concept to its perfect conclusion. Yep. And I wonder if Serling during the mix of all this stuff, he ever does like a, uh, uh, let's just pl- let's plow through this. Cause I'm going to use what I wanted here for that. Cause it yeah. works better that way. Hmm. He must've get tripped up on his own stuff here and there. I, I, yeah. How would he not be? I mean, he's, well, I mean, a lot you of saw that. Yeah. You saw that, you know, when we talked about, uh, Mr. Denton on doomsday, that that script was essentially, recycled and he used it later with uh mr dingle the strong yeah right so i mean these kind of things must have happened where it's like oh, i have a kind of an idea let me put it on the back burner or recycle it a little bit for something else yeah that back must have burner happened. i could light my cigarettes on that <laughs> oasis cigarettes <laughs> smooth healthful cigarettes do you think in today's world with like the constant distractions it would be possible to write as much as he does. John? <laughs> no. It's impossible. No, I, don't I, mean, feel like it, I feel like it wouldn't be. And I, I'm, I have no experience there, but. I mean, you just, you, 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 you're, you're called upon to just be in, like, just because you have something where people could immediately reach you. It's very hard to like, and that's expected of you in today's society. So it's like, you're expected to be like, you know, always available. Yeah. So it's like, it's impossible to like, break away like okay i'm just gonna like disappear for like a month and just bang out like a shit ton of episodes yeah yeah but yeah. honestly the reason um i'm able to write uh, at like a fairly faster pace is because i'm happy to not be on my phone mm. and most people it's it's an addiction and you know and yeah. like anything else like people it's like yeah. when i when i try to help someone write something like in the first conversation, I'll be like, are you capable of being off your phone for a couple hours? Like, realistically, can you do that? And most people are honest. They're like, it's tough. Yeah. So it's like, and I get it. But like, I'm, I'm, I like being on airplane mode and I like getting away from it. And that, that's going to be harder and harder. So like we joke about Sterling doing three packs a day and God knows how much coffee. If you don't have those 
stimulants, uh, physically, right. mentally. I don't know how you could possibly write this much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like, there's no time. Like, you know, back then it's just like, I'm going to take a break and get on X hamster for a few minutes. <laughs> like you can't do that. Yeah. You couldn't no. do that then. <laughs> Like you're not gonna pull out. It's like let me pull out the reject and get the stag film off. That's like a whole thing. It's like I don't have time for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how it's done. (laughs) Why? What do you guys watch? X vids? No, I just red tube. We're gonna have to do a draft. Oh, you're all porn 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 site draft. (laughs) Oh, you're all porn hubbleitis. I see. X hamster. I got a lot of variety. I've been like exercising a lot lately. And you know, it's funny. Is this like, I, I just sit there oh, and I boy. watch, I want to, I, I never like, I've met a fair few women porn stars in my day at like conventions and stuff, but I've never Who met a guy. You? Dude, we've talked about, I don't want to bring up. The, no, that wasn't Lisa. Well, Ann. I already said it. Well, no. she was one. She remember you. She there was remembered. A vibe. She, no, she said she, when I met Lisa and she was like, Oh, Hey, I'm like, Hi. That's a vibe. That's a vibe. She's like, that's a vibe. No, she was just like, <laughs> you don't remember? It's like, we've met, right? I'm like, and I was going to say, come up with a lie. And I was just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said, yeah, Vegas. I should have just said something to keep it going. But I have the yeah. improv skills of a fucking. Of, of, of a, a potato pen. <laughs> thank you. And, and I just could not go fur- further with it. I. Uh, I don't want to say the one who did vibe me on the. Uh, I don't want to bring it. Yeah, I think a, I remember, but I, won't, I, yeah, I won't it's say. a it's an iconic one. Bleep and it I out. was looking, but I was just gonna say when I watch porn stars, I, I want to meet a male porn star and ask him, "So what's your core routine?" Because mm. it's just like, man, that's that's it's tough to do that. I'm gonna stop talking because everybody's getting nervous. I saw everybody. I gotta remember to He's look at faces. He's doing it again. He's doing it again. I gotta look at faces. <laughs> To recognize that I'm going into places I probably shouldn't go in public. Well, this episode is going to come after our second draft pick oh, for really? our Halloween Super Spectacular. Oh, wow. oh, so what day is this? This episode should air October 12th. Okay. Oh, we're getting so October, there. October 3rd is our first pick. Our second pick just aired. Our third pick is coming the 17th with our fourth pick on the 24th. Fourth and final. Well, actually, the fifth pick, because we did one and two on episode one, which yeah. is the third. For those of you that don't have any idea what I'm talking about, it's the <laughs> Halloween Super Spectacular Draft. So we're drafting all of our favorite horror movies and leaving it up to you, our listeners, to declare which one of us has drafted the best team of horror movies. The Zoners. The Zoners. Yeah. All our Zoners out there. I think it's safe it. to say that our round one was pretty kooky. Round one was wild. Round two, even wilder. Even though I yeah. we haven't recorded yet, but we're just thinking about it because I know that's what's going on. Oh yeah, I'm coming out swinging. Yeah, my third pick, pick is going to be. It's going to be some, dropping some heat. I was I was taking it easy on you boys. Now you did take drops, it easy. I did take it easy. Now I understand the rules. So <laughs> now I, I I think I understand the Mark rules. Knows what's going on now. So when I pick. <laughs> Well, I, I tell you either. now? I'm going to tell, tell you now. now. <laughs> we send them all to you. My pick, The Shining. We picked that. <laughs> Damn it. I watched The Shining last night. Did How you? funny is it? Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> I love The Shining so much. So I was in the middle of editing, and 
John, you're just so passionate about it. I said, you know what? I gotta go put I gotta go put this on. That's also why it took me twelve and a half hours to edit that goddamn episode. I was like, because again, again, just like John was speaking of, I have no train of thought on anything. I, my mind can't focus on one thing. I need, <laughs> probably need medication. Mm. But I said, oh, I'm in the middle of this. I said, oh, let me go watch a movie. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah, it's really good. Mm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about like good about we should. Uh... I, I think we had to match the energy of the episode. I think we did that. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go crazy. throw myself off the roof now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he went right to killing her. He didn't give her a staircase vacation. Yeah. Like... Staircase <laughs> vacation. He didn't start yeah. her off on a nice staircase vacation. No, yeah. He said he gave her the business right he away. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he went right to the business. Yeah. He gave her the business. You know, it wasn't his fault. Yeah, that was more of a, that was a. That, that was, was a little goof. <laughs> just look good. She's a little goofy. She's a knucklehead. You know, she yeah. fell off. <laughs> she tripped up. <laughs> Happens. She's an oaf. No. She's right. Yeah. She's a clumsy oaf. She's a you know, pesky I little... two left feet. <laughs> That's what they'll say at her at her uh, funeral. If there or was two, one. Oh, if there was one. <laughs> if there was anything left to... No. They shoveled, her into, <laughs> they shoveled her into a box. Uh, the potato pancake. Uh, <laughs> she really was a pancake. Uh, she really was a pancake. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, everybody. I want to thank you for zoning out with us. I'm Christopher Feinstein. John Sachs. Thank you, boy. Hey, uh, everyone. Hi, I'm John. He's <laughs> a nice boy. He's a good boy. <laughs> Later, folks. R.I.P.F. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This just gave up. I just, hi, guys. Let's no. quit. I'm in a mistake. Oh, you still recording? I mean, I, yeah, no, I hit the wrong thing. <laughs>